Hey everybody, welcome to MindRise. I am your host, Ian Philo. This podcast is designed to help find solutions to everyday mental blocks. Its goal is to provide you with the tools to rise and break through your own barriers. In the game of life, we can be our own worst enemies. I created this podcast in response to my own battles with my mind. Instead of sinking further down, join me to commit to a more positive perception of ourselves and those around us. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind Rise podcast. I am your host, Ian Philo, and today we're going to be talking about something that is particularly close to home for me, and that topic is keeping a day job while pursuing your passion. Now, I am in fact at this point in my life where I have a lot of things that I'm passionate about one of the main things in particular is art and my artwork. Now, when you have something that you're passionate about, you often try to do whatever you can, make any means necessary to establish and set aside time to build that craft or that hobby or your passion. And sometimes having a full-time day job makes that hard. But I have not gotten to the point where I want to give up yet, nor will I get to the point where I feel the need to relinquish my talents or my passions just because I'm working a full-time day job. This is a particularly personal topic for me, mostly because I struggle with it a lot, and at the moment, I'm choosing the model to keep my day job while pursuing my passion. So while my day job isn't anything invigorating, uh, I had a lot of inner dialogue in the past, and even now. When I first graduated college on what exactly I would end up doing. It all seemed oh so perfect that I would end up getting a job at a hospital, be placed inside a cubicle in uh, a certain section, and then just work away until my heart's content with my certification and my doctor friends and all this. And that really didn't end up happening. And it's not to say that it won't or will ever in the future, it's just not my reality right now. And I do want to be very intentional about about not getting into a negative frame of mind or not talking in a self-defeating way. Because like I said earlier in the podcast, this stuff is particularly sensitive to me because as a creative and as an artist, we often hear about you know, like, oh, you're wasting your life away, your money, what will you do now, how are you going to get a job, all of us, all the creatives and artists out there that pursue any sort of career like the one I have, we'll we'll hear that. It's inevitable, it will happen. And I want to be very intentional about not wallowing in self-pity in this podcast, but speaking my mind and really analyzing what I have done so far and what I can be doing and to overall just be proud of myself because I've made it pretty far and I'm doing pretty well for myself um paying the bills I I am super grateful and appreciative and I I thank God every day and all the people in my life that have helped me get to this point now getting back on track with the the podcast topic. Um, 
This is a narrative I know for a fact that many people have experienced or are currently experiencing. And you don't even have to more or less have an arts major or arts college degree to understand how this feels. Sometimes our stories don't exactly progress in the speed that we wanted them to. And there's nothing wrong with that. We have to always be very grateful for the path that we're taking and not and try not to compare our timeline to others because everything is accessible at the click of a button. The instant gratification is off the charts and we feel like everything needs to speed up when in fact sometimes accomplishing great things and getting in amazing job positions just takes networking and time. Speaking from my personal standpoint as a recent college graduate, I think there is a, not a completely false narrative, but kind of an assumption that if you don't get a job in your field right after you graduate, then you're somewhat of a failure or just kind of a deadbeat. And those of you listening today, I want to encourage you that you're not a failure, you're not a deadbeat, you are doing everything you can with everything you have, and I am rooting for you, because I know what that feels like to have people doubt you. So I just want to encourage everyone listening to this that is in a similar situation like me, or um, has been in that situation in the past, I want to encourage you guys to not give up your passion, and don't quit your passion. I have a friend who uh, who is a graphic designer, she has a saying that says, don't quit your daydream. And similar thing, don't quit your daydream, don't quit your passion just because you're not in a super secure and stable job in your field yet. By all means, keep on going and keep on hammering away. I spoke earlier in a podcast episode kind of giving you guys a little insight about my job and that I really do enjoy my position right now. And one of the main reasons that I get to genuinely help people solve problems and fix things, and that is rewarding to me. Now, of course, it's not a character concept artist position or a graphic designer or a full-time illustrator. Of course, it's not any of those, but I think we have to ask ourselves and really remember that in the end, we all just want to feel wanted and, and we want to work in a place that is relatively fulfilling. And, I, and I've come to realize that that's, that's quite a, a true model to follow. So I mentioned earlier too, it, when I first started working here, I, I, did, I did feel insignificant at times and like I was just kind of lost in this, this fog, just kind of meandering and, and, and wandering and not really having any direction. But I know I was doing my absolute best, and I still am. Quite frankly, as I said earlier, I am really proud, and I have to vocalize them more and audibly hear it when I say it. I am proud of what I have done and what I will continue to do, and I have an amazing support system and people by my side that will help me get to the place I need to be. Um, another reason I, I kind of wanted to speak on this topic is because uh, I reached out to an Instagram friend of mine around Halloween time and I was sort of struggling at that point, really struggling 
with the confliction of not feeling like I was being fulfilled in my career endeavors and kind of feeling like a waste of space at my work environment because I had this skill set that wasn't being utilized. And I, and I had talked with her. Um, she's a artist friend of mine who's actually based in Australia. And I had, a, had that conversation with her. And she was really encouraging to me and gave me a lot of reasons to not, to basically not just go off the deep end and quit my day job and start a company. Not to say that you can't do that. And I have a friend, like I mentioned earlier, that same friend who's a graphic designer who says, don't quit your daydream. She actually has her own company and stopped working full time. And now she's her own boss. And she is amazing. She's kicking butt. She's taking names. And that is something to aspire to. But that isn't necessarily my path nor my journey right now. And at some point, maybe I will be self-made an entrepreneur, but I kind of had to find a model that would work for me. So anyways, when I was talking to my artist friend from Australia, um, she was really kind and really encouraging. And she was basically saying that uh, take a pragmatic and practical route and keep your keep your day job and continue to make art on the side network fuel your passion gauge where you're going talk to people um, because it's always a good idea to have that security of being able to to pay your bills so then you have the mental ease when you're going to create art and, and I, I definitely agreed with that. You know, it would be difficult for me personally if I didn't have a day job to pay the bills and I was just fully depending on my art as my main source of income and just uh, even scraping by from that, that. That would, I think, definitely transfer into a lot of my work and I think ultimately inhibit my creativity. Uh, many people dream of the day where they can quit their day job and do what they love. Write an novel, start a business, um, take pictures full-time, create illustrations full-time. Essentially, that is the dream of pretty much every single artist I know. And uh, some accomplish it, some don't. That doesn't mean that one person is higher on the tier of accomplishment than the other. Like I said earlier, everyone has different paths, comfortabilities. Um, I think it's important not to be complacent in this journey, but at the same time, be pragmatic and, and be uh, be smart about what you're doing when, when you're trying to pursue something that you're passionate about. There's, there's, uh, there's ways, there's definitely ways. People can split their time between a job and a passion. I mean, I've, I'm doing it and I've been doing it for a while now. Sometimes your passion alone at first doesn't simply pay the bills. And there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong. Like I said, uh, networking and exposure can get you to that point where you sort of break through this glass ceiling and then you establish a clientele and have a certain niche of people that really appreciate your art. And ultimately, that's where I'd really like to be someday. But right now, um, 
again, I want to vocalize that I'm, I'm really proud of where I am right now. And I'm just going to continue to keep on working hard and get to that point and do whatever it takes. Not everyone has the self-confidence nor the practical ability to make such a choice um, when it comes to suddenly quitting your job and being an entrepreneur. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't I do not want to downgrade people that don't have the courage or or game plan to just quit everything and run and start a business venture. That's a hard thing to do. It's an extremely hard thing to do. And I give people that have done that all the props in the world. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's a very brave thing to do when you take that route. And if you don't take that route, it could also be advantageous because the best route to one's calling is not often to, to choose must over should, but rather to choose must and should. So basically when you get into the, when you get to the point where you find yourself with an ultimatum, you're like, for instance, maybe oh, like I got to quit my day job and pursue my passion. There's no balance. There's no gray area. That's not necessarily true. And depending on your character and and how you have operated and and tackled problems and and dilemmas in the past, you can have a balancing act. And in fact, you know, that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm working my day job full time and I'm doing commission work on the side, doing some passion projects on the side. And that is completely and utterly filling my tank and really making me excited about what's to come in the future. And I'm getting accomplishments and praise from other people. And that, as you know, is so very much encouraging to creatives out there. But yeah, it doesn't always have to be black and white after you graduate college even though your parents might make it seem that way or your friends that don't necessarily support you does not always have to be black and white take your time take the necessary energy if you need to live in that that balance mode or that gray area for a while just take your time don't stress out too much i promise it's going to be okay um yeah just it's a difficult thing to grasp at first because it seems so contradictory especially when you go to school for something you're like great like I'm not even working in my field yet or I'm not even adhering to what my parents wanted or all these other expectations that people have set up for me when at the end of the day if you're not happy or fulfilled it's not it's not worth it right it's not giving you life You could, for instance, get that great job right out of college, get that entry-level position, and just be set, right? But if the work isn't giving you energy, isn't giving you passion, then really who's winning? And I spoke um, to this before. I am glad that I went to college and did the major that I did. And there was a lot of things I loved about the major, and I absolutely felt perfect in regards to placement in my class. But there were other things that I just, I just wasn't set on. It just didn't fire me up. Sometimes I think I was more attracted to the, the, the social 
and human resource dynamic, communicating with people and really understanding the human body. And I was not so fired up about all of the microbiology and stuff underneath the surface of the skin and the organs. When I look back and analyze things, I was more kind of infatuated with, you know, the musculature, how people work, how the anatomy works, how you can draw it. And then what ended up being my thesis was very much so more of a human-related component, the emotions, the narratives, the stories of people going through events and conditions and coming out strong on the other end. That's where I found my passion and it ended up being my senior year until I ended up discovering that. But I guess what I'm trying to say is I think right now, at least at this point in my life, if I were to get a job in a hospital being, uh, you know, just, just a nine to five job, I don't really think I'd be as fired up as, as I think I'd be. So I'm not completely dissatisfied with the path I'm at now. Though it might seem paradoxical, sometimes the most productive way to pursue your passion, for a time anyway, may very well be to do so on the side. And I can identify wholeheartedly with that right now. In fact, that is pretty much my situation. The terms entrepreneur or startup founder are all buzzwords these days. Ever since the social network swept the Academy Awards in 2010, um, the entire startup culture has kind of been romanticized, I think. If you're not like an entrepreneur or making a startup business as a creative, I think sometimes it could be a lot easier for people to judge you and really question about the path you're taking in your life. The harsh reality is that 99% of employees should actually not become entrepreneurs. For a lot of people, it's not their calling. And if you're listening to this and you feel that becoming an entrepreneur is your calling, by all means, go ahead and go for it. Reach for that. I'm sure you can accomplish it. But it's it's definitely a really hard thing to do. And I'd like to get um, my friend on here soon so she can kind of speak more to that and explain to you guys all the effort and dedication it takes to maintain and start up a small business because I think that that would honestly humble me and bring me bring me perspective as well. Um, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, there's a saying that uh, entrepreneurs work 80 hours a week so they don't have to work 40. And I think that's definitely true. And if I were to sit down um, with my friend, her name's Holly, if I were to sit down with her and ask her that, I think she'd definitely agree. She has worked her butt off to get to the point where she is, and I give her all the kudos in the world for that. And quite frankly, I'm really proud of her too. So I'm going to kind of close with this. And this doesn't have to align with everyone. This is just kind of my personal reality right now, so I'm kind of speaking this out to the world. Keep your corporate job and get your side hustle on. This may sound a bit cliche these days, but it really does make sense. We've already established the fact that it's easier to be a cog in a large wheel than a solo entrepreneur. And I also believe that if you're good at your job, it won't take up your full capacity. 
again, to address the naysayers, if you think being an entrepreneur is your calling, go ahead and go for it. The main premise of this podcast is basically speaking to people that really need to keep their day jobs. So that's essentially what I wanted to communicate. Keep that job, get some real life work experience under your belt, and leverage the freedom that comes from the safety net of a large organization to work on other ventures. Remember, there will always be another new startup you can join, or there will always be an opportunity for you to start that business. For all of you listening, thank you again. I'm very appreciative for all of my active listeners and people that have been returning to my podcast still. Thank you guys so much. I'm excited to share with you next week. If you have made it this far in the podcast, you're amazing. Love you guys. Thanks again. See ya.